Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Loose Lips with my phenomenal friend, Georgie Porter. I don't see that extra loose today. And me, Sharon Carpenter. We've got a little extra lippy for you. It's all about you, isn't it, Georgie? Extra lippy. I'm going to give like a third lip. I'm going to give like three. I'm going to put <laughs> extra another lip. lip in there. Yeah. Extra lippy, extra lip. Do you know right. what, um, my mum used to call me dippy lipstick as a kid. Why? So no, she had all these like weird little nicknames for me. Like one was like Dippy Lipstick, Dippy Ed, <laughs> Dippy Dip, Dippy Ed. No, I don't know if that's is that a compliment. I'm not sure. No, <laughs> probably not. It was absolutely. My mum had no intention oh, of no, trying cute. to be cute. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually a really cute name. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, so we have a listener letter, don't we? Yes, from Charlie. Hi, both. Loving the show. Woo! Oh, thank you. I have a dating question for you guys. Oh, we're good at these. <laughs> I've started seeing this guy, Simon. We met through Hinge ooh, and have been on a couple of dates. We seem to have a decent amount of shared interests and conversation flows well when we're together. After we met up, I did a bit of social media stalking, as you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was <laughs> <yeah>. When <laughs> I was scrolling his Facebook page, I noticed... He's shared some posts that appear to be in support of Boris Johnson. Maybe for most people, this wouldn't be a big deal, but I feel like being politically compatible is really important in my relationships. I'm a lifelong Labour voter. And though I can understand that Boris has been in charge during a difficult period, I don't like how the Conservatives have dealt with the pandemic or the party's wider values. Sorry, this is full on. She does sound a bit full on. Mm -hmm. I think I would have a really hard time pursuing a relationship with someone who is on the other side of the political spectrum as me, especially as I like talking politics and getting into friendly debates. Do you think the relationship could ever work? Is it worth asking him about how he votes? And I'm not sure how I can drop that into a conversation. (laughs) Oh, Sharon, I feel like you'd have way deeper like angles (laughs) on this. I think that this Actually is a problem a lot of people have. Yeah, I know. I'm like, ready for this one. Um, I think that this is a common problem nowadays. I think that mm. back in the days, the parties weren't so sort of black and white and mm. it wasn't so polarizing, right? But we've got these political figures. I mean, Trump is the perfect example, just so polarizing. It, and it's a lot of sort of, a lot of us have this feeling of it's us versus them. 
Mm. Um, I don't think it's always been this way. It depends who is sort of leading the parties, what's going on within these parties as well. But it's certainly like that right now. I can I can speak for America more than I, I can speak for the UK. Mm. And I know that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a deal breaker, right? I think there are ways you can work through it if you still sort of have the same values at the end of the day, right? Because some people I know Mm. in the US, some people vote Republican because they're rich and they don't want to be taxed more than they're being taxed already, right? And the Democrats Mm. usually tend to tax the rich um, at a higher rate. So some people vote Republican just for that. But right now, political issues... It's about human rights, it's about real Mm. values, it's about morals, and oftentimes it's about right versus wrong, right? So, you know, whether it's the Black Lives Matter movement, gay rights, women's rights. And if you are then, you think a woman has every right to choose, but then your boyfriend is totally pro-life and he doesn't see your point of view, that's not really going to work out, is it? Or if you're someone who believes guns should be banned, Mm. no one should have guns, but your boyfriend believes it's all right to carry around a semi-automatic weapon. Yeah. You know, you know, sooner or later you guys are going to clash and you might start looking at him like, well, what kind of morals do you even have? And is this somebody I would want to have a family with? Is this someone I can spend the rest of my life with? So that's the thing. It's like two very opposite ends of the spectrum. A lot of the time with these political issues, at least over here. Um yeah. And who you vote for and what you support can tell a lot about who you are as a person, right? I agree. And I think when you were going back to when you were first saying about um, in England, I feel like it's always like class judging, like, you know, working class and the upper class and that kind of thing. And I feel like that's very much UK. I feel like my family and me are very labour sort of. We are always have been like working class, like from below not rich, no money, nothing like that. So we've always thought of those things. And even like in my family, you know, we've got people that are counsellors. So I personally, if it was a boyfriend that's put something else, like you said, if it came into like, I don't know, like personality traits or ways of talking to people, or if it like, you know, shimmied down into like becoming a different person in their beliefs, I think that's when it becomes sort of that's when it becomes yeah 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 if you go to a bar or something and it becomes political and all that and then it becomes the way they behave and then there's certain things if you think that's where your thoughts lie and that's where your your life lies like I remember actually when you were saying about guns as well I dated a guy in America and he literally had like two guns in his backpack and I went (gasps) and I was like I was like I can't I can't do it no Coming was, from a country where they're just not allowed as well. Oh, it's a big shocker. I pooed my pants physically there and then. I thought, what are you going to do with this? Why have you got this? And yeah. I don't think I can be here because well, you don't, I don't, I don't want to see you use this. One of the reasons that, I mean, there were many other reasons, but one of the reasons I got out of my last relationship is because I started to realize that he liked Trump. And I remember when, um, and it was deeper than that, right? It's like why he liked Trump. I remember him defending Trump over the grab him by the P comment. say? Mm. Right? There's no defending that. I'm sorry. And I remember being at a restaurant with him. We went out to this nice restaurant. He's speaking to the waiter about how 
I don't like Trump and um, but he likes him because Trump is the sort of guy that says what he means. Like he tell it, tells it like it is and he's not politically correct. Like that man doesn't tell it like it is. He lies to his own mm. benefits, right? He doesn't yeah. care about the people. I'm, and I'm not going to go on this whole political rant because yeah. <laughs> and normally I would never talk about politicians. I would never even take sides in the past as a journalist. But this came down to a matter of right or wrong. And he was just wrong when it yeah. came to a lot of stuff. And then even when it came to other issues that were in the news and how he was taking the side of the villain... I'm like, wow. I said, who are you? What have you become? Yeah, when it's like so obvious certain things and you think, I don't know how this is morally correct. Like some things I think, like I agree with you. I don't don't want to talk about politics. Like I'm not that thing. I think, you know, we vote silently on our own, don't we? In a little little square thing. Exactly. You don't don't have to tell anyone. You don't, you don't, you don't have to. Um, And also... When the results come in, if you've done it or not, like it didn't work, whatever. I feel like it's quite, but we did win the vote. Like we have to vote because, you know, women, we have to vote because people have died, Emily Pankhurst and things like that. So Uh, speaking of voting, there's a um, a mayoral election today in New York City. Mm -hmm. So I need (gasps) to go. Yeah, I got to go and vote today, actually. I'll go this evening. But we need to exercise a, yes. We're definitely going to, because we have de Blasio right now, and then we have the Republican candidate, and we have the Democratic candidate, and I know who I'm going to vote for, but yeah. We won't, I'll do that in the (laughs) silence of the the voting booth, but but yeah, yeah, I mean... You shouldn't have to tell anyone, really, I suppose. Like, you don't have to. You You shouldn't have to tell anybody at all. Yeah, it's a real private thing, like, you, you know, and I think when you behave in a certain way, it probably tells if you are that or not, and I think some of the comments that are going to come out of your mouth, especially if you're in a relationship with somebody. But I think that you have every right to chat with him about this kind of stuff. And don't be nervous about talking politics. I mean, you're somebody you say you'd love to debate yeah. with yeah. friends about politics. So bring up, it's easy to bring up politics without saying, who did you vote for? You can just say, oh, <laughs> did you see the story on such and such? Politics are in the headlines. It's in the headlines all oh, the time. Politics so bring up the story and yeah. then, you know, see where his mind is. But it's not just who he voted for or what party he supports. It's what's behind that. That's it's what's who really he is. important. Who yeah. is he? What are his values? And do they line up with yours? So there you go. Go for it. Ta-da. Find out more about him. That's what dating's all about. Ugh, all right. Politics. it's taboo for some people which leads me to so smoothly taboo topic of the week swift on (laughs) that transition wow okay well done this is interesting georgie Mm. can't wait for your take on this it's discussing your salary and your income because really you know where we live at least it's sort of frowned upon or, or most people are uncomfortable with discussing what they make salary wise, right? Mm. Georgie, what what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I hate this. I would never, ever, ever in my life ever ask how much somebody earns. I am not interested. I don't <laughs> care. I don't, I don't care if you're a billionaire. I don't care if you are poor. I literally, I would get in a taxi um, when I first started Hollyoaks. Uh, and it was like literally the first days and the taxi men would be like proper scouts like that. And they'd be like, Sue, what are you working here? <laughs> what, how much money do you make doing this? And I thought, well, how much money do you make? And I don't, 
I didn't want to know. Was that they were blatantly asking that? Blatantly yeah. that question. And I'd literally say to them, oh, about 15 grand a day. And they'd go, you are. And I'd be like, yeah. obviously it's a lie. Like it's a lie. That's not, there's no way. You just wanted to see what their reaction was going to be. Of course I did. I was like, I'm getting a taxi for one. I don't yeah. drive a Lamborghini. Like yeah. I thought, <laughs> the cheek. Like how yeah. dare they? Think I'm a young girl that they can ask me that. Shut up. No, that Ugh. is that's very, very rude. And so rude. To be honest, I've probably had a taxi driver ask me the same thing. Like now that you say it, I've mm. more in more of sort of a roundabout kind of way. But that is very rude. I think that all of us in general, a lot of us feel uncomfortable talking about money, right? But I do think there's good reason behind it. I think if we go around like telling everyone our salary. There's a lot of judgment that comes along with that, right? So they may now consider you rich. Okay, you can pay for everything now, right? Because you earn more than me. Um, Or they might feel like you've got something over them. Or if it's the other way around, if they're making more than you now, they're like, oh, well, I've got something over this person. There's just so much judgment around money and how much you make so it's better to keep that stuff a mystery and the other thing is you can become a target right if people know Mm. that you are making a good amount of cash look at all these athletes right who have become targets because their salaries are on the internet which isn't really fair at the end of the day if you think about it because it makes them prime targets many of them have been robbed their homes have been broken into Mm. um some of them have been killed uh, as well so so there's a, there's, there Jeez. are risks that can, I know that's the extreme end, you know, for very, very rich people, but you do sort of, if you're making a lot of money and you're telling people about it, you're sort of, oh, you know, no, I just wouldn't turning the, yourself the, into a bit of a target. Yeah. Like the thing is for us as well, in our daily life, we have jobs come and go like a job in actor is what I am. I literally, you can make so much and then all of a sudden you don't have a job and then you yeah. literally need to go. And this is the thing as well is like, I was always do I go and work in a bar? Can I do this? Can I get away with this if I've been on telly? Yeah. And and it's a bit of a weird stigma that you can't. And I think it's still a job at the end of the day. Like we all need to work no matter what you do. We need to pay the bills. Certain jobs are jobs. And I do, I went to LA and I just spent all my money. (laughs) Yeah. But that's really real, Georgie. Yeah. For for actors and for mm. artists oftentimes for people in the entertainment industry they might make a ton of money on this one gig right yeah. on this one movie or whatever it is and then they don't know where that next paycheck is, yeah. is coming from so it can be a scary situation even though it seems like oh my god oh you're just so rich well yeah but now I might not get paid for the next <sighs> two months while I'm figuring out um what's going to come after that so mm. So you can't really make uh, assumptions. and But what I have, what I've actually broken through on, right? Because I used to get very uncomfortable talking about money if I was negotiating a deal for myself. And yeah, yeah. you know, usually I've got an agent or a rep who's doing it for me, which is great. Because um, you don't want to be the bad person asking for all this money. But I, the, the thing you, is, like, I... You could push it. <laughs> 
So I, I've pushed it too far. I mean, I haven't pu- I've pushed it too far, but I didn't ask for what I wasn't worth. Like I am yeah. comfortable. I am very comfortable these days asking for what I know I am worth. And it's like, yeah. well, you're either going to pay that or, you know, you're not going to use me. Or maybe there's some room for negotiation depending on what it is and how much of a time commitment. There might be some room for negotiation. You're not going to, you know, bring me all the way down where I'm, doing no. where it's, I'm not even worth it. Yeah. I mean, that's probably wise as well that like, I've got someone to do that for me because I'd probably go in at like a million yeah. and they'd be like, a noian. And I'd be like, oh, please, Ian. And they'd be like, hell noian. And I'd go, at least I tried. <laughs> yeah. It's, sometimes it's this kind of balance where you really want to do this thing, right? You know what you're worth. But your rate might be, you know, on the higher side to what they're used to because you've got mm-hmm. all this experience and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So you have to sort of figure, sort of try to balance it out where you don't totally overprice yourself where you know they're not going to be able to afford it. A million? Um, yeah. <laughs> A million every time. It works every time. No At least you can always go down from that and then you're still safe. You're like, okay, no, I'll go less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better to start off higher. Uh, and leave some wiggle room it's definitely better to do that than to underprice yourself because there was something I negotiated the other day and I should have just had one of my reps do it to be honest but I just went in and did it and um I underpriced myself like they said yes way too quickly oh way too quickly I'm mull over it for a little while I'm like and then I spoke to an expert who deals with that side of things he was like oh you way underpriced yourself I'm like what (laughs) I'm like let me leave it to the experts from now on we should be (laughs) trained in this kind of situation or just not don't speak just be like "Mm, someone do that yeah yeah yeah. some of these agents are just killer when it comes to negotiating um but then I've had agents that have been way too aggressive as well and it was something I really wanted to do and they they were just way too hardcore and the and then you lost it was like yeah you lost it you're like yeah the art of negotiation is a very delicate one Mm, yeah it's a delicate one I've got none I got no game in that Mm, mm mm-mm (laughs) <laughs> a million every time but who knows just a million if it works <laughs> it works it's a million extra dollars in your By the way, or pounds i've never i've never been i've never been paid a million just just fyi I've never yeah been, obviously <laughs> just to clear that up <laughs> just to be, i'm not just doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah a million a million's a, a good amount of money it's a good amount of money Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon, incredible. You basically (laughs) saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made Uh, a decision to have no more children. I think until 10 years ago, I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, so you have another listener letter for us, don't you? Oh, yes, this is from Nat. Hi, Georgie and Sharon. I have a problem. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. I hope you can help. My close friend Leah has started seeing this guy, Jay. They met through mutual friends and last week he came along to dinner so we could meet him for the first time. Ooh, the dinner itself was fine, but I'm not sure about Jay. Uh -huh. Maybe it's because of the things that I value in a relationship. But I feel like Leah would be better off with someone like herself. How? Jay. Yeah, <laughs> Jay doesn't have a job at the moment and he's trying to pursue a music career. The two of them don't live together. He still lives with his parents. But I believe she foots the bill whenever they go out. I feel like Jay is a bit of a layabout and she will be better off with somebody else. Should I talk to her about it or why do I just let her make her own decisions? Hope you can help. <gasps> Ooh. Well, here's something I will say. Mm. Age is important here, right? Is Jay 18 or is Jay... 48 right yeah, if he's 48 and he's living with his parents and uh, trying to be a musician mm, that's oh. a little tough if he's 18 no, it, here's, here's the thing right georgie yeah i like this is what i like about jay jay has big dreams and mm. jay is willing to say listen i want to be i don't know if he wants to be a singer or a rapper or a musician i'm not sure what those dreams are but he is trying to live his dream. And he's like, yeah. I'm even going to live with my parents and do what I need to do to follow that passion, to follow that dream. And I think not enough people do that these days because of course everyone has to pay the bills. You've got, you know, rent to pay or whatever it is, bills to pay. But I like the fact that this guy is trying to live his dream. So that's one tick that's good. for Jay, I right? I, that's one like thumbs up for Jay. I agree. Um, and, but here's, here's the other side of it. So I have a friend who was in a relationship with a guy who was kind of down now, right? And she was head over heels in love with him. And she bought him this, she bought him that, she bought him a new computer, she paid for nights out. She was so, I've never seen her so crazy about a guy before in life. She was never crazy about anyone. She loved this guy so much. Anyway, they break up and Four, five years later, she's still paying off the $100,000 in debt that she racked up by buying this guy 
all of this stuff. <sighs> so that is the sort of opposite side, the uh, mm. opposite end of the spectrum. You have to be careful what you invest in a relationship. And even if you're guy, you're like, okay, well, he's following his dream. I don't mind paying for dinner here and there. Paying for dinner here and there, I think is fine. Right. But if you're now you're mm-hmm. buying him shoes, now you're I Georgie's not you're keeping it. <laughs> no, well, this is this uh, you, no, no, go, I, go, go, go. I agree with what you say. Like everybody's gotta yeah. start out somewhere and you, yeah. you know, if you've not started out yet, then you've still gotta keep trying and keep pursuing it. And I I admirably agree. Like I think that's great because if you started off with nothing, you've gotta try, try, try. And but, see don't go to the fancy places then. Don't try and yes. go to these things. If you can't afford it, don't go and do it. I have always said though that I've lived beyond my means growing up in like student life. You when said I that wasn't before, kid. yeah. But, yeah, I've always <laughs> been like, oh my God, I want to do this so much. But I have been in the past where I've paid for boyfriends, do things. And it's got to the point where I was like, mm, I would like to be treated actually sometime. Yeah, it's like, not I like attractive. presents. No, I like presents. And now, like, me and my boyfriend, we'd go 50-50 on things now. Mm. And he likes to treat me by, like, taking me out for food and stuff. Then I like to cook, what you know, and people like that, intro- like, you know, when it sends you food and I make it myself. But I'm still cooking, you know. But you'll do so, stuff for each other. But he'll yeah. still take you out, spoil you, make you feel yeah. good. Yeah. And I'll still buy him a really expensive gift or things like that. So it's nice to have... I think an equal it doesn't like sometimes people's jobs are but if you are equally going in front of your friends as well being like don't worry I got this or I will get this I think I think it's important you've got to impress your friends I think when you've got close friends and you're the new beau the new like love of the life the new person partner you kind of have to be like I've I'm securing this relationship with help is am i saying the right words look i think that as well there are some guys and i know guys who who have said this like i just can't afford to be in a relationship right now because in america there's all the more pressure for you to be paying for everything so the point where you go out to dinner and it's a guy and a girl and they assume you're a couple they're putting the check closer to the guy (gasps) like they're not putting it in the middle they're putting it closer to the guy because 90% 90% of the time, it is the guy who's going yeah. to be paying. So some of these guys, they know that. They're like, I can't even afford a relationship. I'm going to stay single. I will say this. <sighs> when I was my first love of my life, right? Well, my first love of my life. I've had several since then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my my first love, that's what I should say. Yeah, rather than 15 um, lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My first love. He didn't have any money. We were 17. Well, he was older. He was like 18, 19. But he didn't really have any money. Um, And so sometimes I would buy stuff. Like I'd buy the McDonald's or whatever. And I had a car. And, you know, I came from a wealthier family and all of that. So I had a car at a certain age. And I was able to drive to London, pick him up. And I had no problems Mm. um, with that whatsoever. We just didn't even go to fancy restaurants. I would go to fancy restaurants with my parents. Like, oh, can I go to McDonald's instead? So I didn't appreciate the finer things. But then I got to the point, and especially when I came to America, and I'm like, oh, these guys are so generous. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got a taste for this really expensive restaurant over here and this really expensive restaurant. Oh, these guys are buying nice presents for Mm. Christmas and birthdays or whatever the holiday is. Presents. (laughs) So, you know, I sort of changed a little bit there. 
And I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with it because I do like to be spoiled and I do like to feel like a lady and mm. all of that kind of stuff. Um, so nowadays it wouldn't work for me. But I will say another relationship that I was in when I first got into it, and it was a long term relationship when I first got into it. He didn't really have a lot. I mean, he had he was all right, but he didn't really have a lot. And by then I had my taste for the finer things in life. And I was honest with him to be, some people might look down on me for this, but I said to him, listen, you know, you're great. You're my friend. Like, but honestly, like I want to be with someone who can spoil me and you know, we can go out and town. And he, you know, he said to me, instead of getting upset, he said, um, he said, I totally understand if I were you, I would be exactly the same way. He said, stick with me and I'm going to have it, baby. And I did, did stick he? with him and yeah. he did have it. But the thing is, now that he's like the richest he's ever been, I'm not with him anymore. <laughs> so I don't get to reap the benefits after all those years. So that can suck as well. The thing is, you trained you know, him. And then- I try. Oh, I trained him. I made him a much more. He'll kill me for saying this. I made yeah. him a much more stylish person. I gave him a taste for the expensive uh, things in life. And now, and now he's-, he's got a lot of money. And he's been very generous. I have to admit, he's been very generous. But I'm like, now he's just at the peak, and I'm like, I can't even benefit from it. <laughs> Take me for food. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every once in a while, I will. I'll be like, just, just order me dinner, all right? Like, send some food to my house. <laughs> yeah. So. But- um, so what do you think? Can they make it work? <laughs> should she get involved? What should she do, Georgie? Well, also, I always do think like sometimes when you try and get involved with somebody's uh, partner, no matter what you think, it's unless they're going to see it themselves, they're never going to see it. They'll just think, well, I like them. So no matter what. Whereas you're a friend mm-hmm. getting involved, you kind of don't really have a say, do you, until no. they've seen that they don't like them anymore for whatever reason and then afterwards you can always be like I told you so but in the the present time of them dating they won't really listen I found in my you know my experience and I I feel like there's not enough information here because you also um I know you said you think that she foots the bill every time they go out but you don't know that she does so who knows like he he might have money he might not have a job because he's working on his music but he might be from a wealthy family and have a bunch of cash or maybe want a bunch of money on the lottery or who who knows so also might yeah he might be good in really other ways like they might have really good sex like he might be doing things (laughs) to her that she is like whoa and that's what you don't know because nobody really says that those bits to the out when you're out to dinner (laughs) Like they're not going to sit there and go, yo, you should see him. And we're being told to move on before I you say anything else. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worth it. I'll take him to dinner for that. Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> so there we'll you go. Stay out of it. Get too graphic with what I was going to say. So we Saved by the uh, windmill whirlwind <laughs> producer. producer call. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So that's it. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to Extra Lippy. We were a little extra lippy there. Uh, with me, Sharon, and Georgie. And we'll be back with a full episode on Tuesday next week. Subscribe or follow, rate, and review. We want to hear from you. Loose Lips at createproductions.com. We're also on Instagram at, at the Loose Lips Podcast. Also, my Instagram at the Missy Porter. Also, Sharon's Instagram at Sharon Carpenter. We're also on WhatsApp. Send your messages and your voice notes to 07599927537, starting with the word lips. And if you're in America, just take off the O and put a plus four four. C.
See you then. See you then. Bye, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.